Is monkeypox predicted in Revelation 16, verse 2? The news media is creating a hubbub over monkeypox. What is this? And should we be concerned about another pandemic on the heels of coronavirus with all its highly contagious and deadly variants? This is Jennifer LeClaire, and this is Praying the News. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the End Times Watchmen, the intercessor's guide to praying through the last of the last days. Pick up your copy at jenniferleclair.org slash watchmen. On today's episode, we'll look at monkeypox through the eyes of Scripture and take a prophetic look at pandemics. Monkeypox. What is it? According to ScientificAmerican.com, monkeypox produces smallpox-like skin lesions, but symptoms are usually milder than those of smallpox. Flu-like symptoms are common initially, ranging from fever and headache to shortness of breath. One to ten days later, a rash can appear on the extremities, head, or torso that eventually turns into blisters filled with pus. Ugh. Overall, symptoms usually last for two to four weeks, while skin lesions usually scab over in 14 to 21 days. First, this is not another COVID, so there's no need to panic. Although there are several means of transmission, the World Health Organization is saying the primary way it's spreading now is through sexual intercourse. But it's strange to see a monkeypox outbreak. This one is unprecedented. Scientists who specialize in the disease were caught by surprise as it's spreading to many nations, yet it's rarely seen outside Africa. Scientists know this outbreak is different, but they don't yet know why. It's possible the virus has morphed. The WHO is concerned about an accelerated transmission. Listen into a report from BBC News, and then we're going to pray. It's still unclear why we're witnessing this unusual spread of monkeypox, as more patients emerge with the common symptoms of a bumpy rash, fever, sore muscles, and a headache. But it is something that everybody should be concerned about. We're working on it hard to figure out what we do and what uh, vaccine, if any, may be available for it. But it is a concern in the sense that if it were to spread, it's consequential. Austria has joined Israel and Switzerland in confirming cases of monkeypox there, bringing the total number of nations reporting outbreaks to 15. So how dangerous is the virus strain detected in Austria? Actually, it's not very dangerous. We know from Great Britain that it is probably the West African strain, and that is not very dangerous. The death rate is around 1%, but usually we have mild cases. However, the UK Health Security Agency warns severe illness can occur. There are certain individuals who are much more at risk of severe disease, particularly immunosuppressed individuals or young children. Some end-time scholars insist this is a manifestation of Revelation 16 verses 1 and 2. Then I heard a mighty voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out on the earth the seven bowls containing God's wrath. So the first angel left the temple and poured out his bowl on the earth, and horrible, malignant sores broke out on everyone who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped his statue. Is this true? Is monkeypox part of the Revelation 16 insight? No, 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 not at all. We are not that deep into the end times yet. <laughs> Believe me, you'd know it if we were. 
I discuss these issues in my new book, The End Times Watchmen. There's no legitimate interpretation of the book of Revelation that would suppose we're seeing the wrath of God in the earth right now. We are, however, in the beginning of sorrows that Jesus described in Matthew 24, verses 4 through 8. Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Can you see it? Prophetically speaking, I expect to see more pestilences, and this unusual outbreak of monkeypox is one of them. Naturally speaking, we should work to build our immune systems and pray for divine protection. Indeed, we pray that hucksters in the media and in the church don't try to take advantage of the fear of pandemics. We need to decree no plague shall come nigh thy dwelling, or my dwelling, either. Listen into this prayer I released at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, right after this message from our sponsor, Awakening Prayer Hubs. In 2007, the Holy Spirit woke me up in the middle of the night and told me he would bring a third great awakening to the nation. I believe we're going to see the greatest great awakening in the history of the world, and it will spill over into the nations of the earth for the glory of God. I believe we'll see a movement greater than all previous moves of God put together. And I know it's predicated on prayer. The Awakening Prayer Hub's mission in any city is to draw a diverse group of intercessors who have one thing in common, to contend for the Lord's will in its city, state, and nation. Bishop Bill Hammond, Lou Engel, Cindy Jacobs, Mike Bickle, James Gall, Alveda King, and many others are standing with us. Will you start a hub or find a hub in your city at awakeningprayerhubs.com? This prayer will give you confidence, and this is my prayer for you. Listen in. I've called you together today to decree over you. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him I will trust. Surely He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers. And under his wings, you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes you shall look and see the reward of the wicked because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. 
for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young serpent, I'm sorry, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him, says the Lord. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, says God, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, says God. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I decree he will save you from the fowler's snare and from deadly pestilence. I decree he shall rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. I decree he shall deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from deadly pestilence. I decree he will deliver us from every deadly plague. I decree he will deliver us from perilous pestilence, from noisome pestilence. I decree. He will rescue us from the destructive plague. I decree he will keep us safe from secret traps and deadly diseases. I decree he will keep us safe from all hidden dangers and from all deadly diseases. I decree he will deliver us from the hunter's net and from the destructive plagues. I decree he will deliver us from worthless speech from word curses, I decree that he will deliver us from every troublesome matter. I decree that he will deliver us from every calamitous pestilence. I say now in the name of Jesus, in the decade of the decree, in the year of the voice, I decree that we are immune to deadly pestilences in the name of Jesus. I break the powers of every virus that would even attempt to be formed against our dwelling in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, but every tongue, every violence, every pestilence, every disease, every plague that rises up against us shall be condemned. I release condemnation against the diseases and the pestilences and the plagues in the name of Jesus. I say you shall not cross our threshold. I plead the blood of Jesus over every one of you and over myself and over my ministries, over my businesses, everything that pertains to us, I decree protection, protection, protection in Jesus' name. I say this shall not prosper against us in Jesus' name. Father, would you help us to dwell in the secret place of the Most High, oh God. Help us not to dwell in fear. Help us not to dwell in anxiety. Help us not to dwell in worry, but help us to dwell in the secret place of the Most High, because the devil doesn't know where that secret place is. That's why they call it secret. The devil doesn't know where that secret place is. The virus doesn't know where that secret place is. The pestilence doesn't know where that secret place is. The plagues do not know where that secret place is. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, who lives there, who stays there. Help us to walk there, O God, because you promise that in doing so, we shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, and you will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, 
my God. In him, I will trust. Oh God, help us. Help us to see you as a refuge, as our refuge. Help us to see you as a fortress, as our fortress that the enemy cannot penetrate, a refuge that Corona cannot penetrate, a fortress that pestilence cannot penetrate. Help us to call you our God and to trust you because you're worthy of our trust. 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 Those who put their hope in the Lord shall never be put to shame. Ah, surely you will deliver us. As sure as the sun comes up in the morning and the moon rises in the sky and the stars give light in the nighttime hours, surely you shall deliver us. You've promised to deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. You have promised to cover us with your feathers and under your wings we shall take refuge. We will not be found outside of your covering. We will not be found worshiping at the altar of fear and social media and news broadcasters, but we shall take refuge in you and your truth. Not the lies of the enemy, your truth. Not the voice of fear, your truth. Not the disinformation circulating in the earth, but your truth, your truth, your truth, your truth, your truth. Your truth shall be our shield. Your truth shall be our buckler. <laughs> and we shall not be afraid. <laughs> we shall not be afraid. I decree fear will not invade your heart, but you will walk in faith. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. We will not be terrified. Our hearts would not fail us. We would not cower down to the pressure, the spirit of the world, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness. Huh. Look at pestilence walks and pestilence has a voice. Pestilence walks and pestilence talks. Pestilence walks and pestilence talks. But it won't walk near us, won't come nigh our dwellings. We will not be afraid of the pestilence that walks and talks, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side, and God, I hope they don't. But a thousand may fall at our side, and 10,000 our right hand, but it shall not come near us. I decree this plague shall not come near us. I decree this pestilence shall not come near us. I decree no plague, no pestilence shall ever come near us in the name of Jesus. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked. Woe to those who intentionally are working to breed fear in the hearts of people to make money. Woe to those who are intentionally trying to scare us to gain fortune at a time like this. Woe to them in Jesus' name. Save them, Lord. Convict them of their wicked ways to take advantage of those who are afraid in this hour. Mercy, God. We ask for mercy, God. We ask for mercy, God, mercy, 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 mercy. Because you have made the Lord 
who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. Because what? Because you have made the Lord. Because I have made the Lord, who is our refuge, even the Most High, our dwelling place. Because we choose to dwell in Him. Because we choose to dwell in love. And by the way, guys, this will be a great time to show love to others. If you're walking in God, you're walking in love. If you're walking in love, you're walking in God. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall us, nor shall any plague come nigh our dwelling. I decree no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your home. I decree no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. I decree no evil shall be allowed to befall us. No plague shall come near our home. I decree no evil shall befall us, nor will any plague, any virus, any pestilence approach our home. I decree no harm will come to us. I decree no terrible disasters will strike us. I decree no evil, no harm, no evil, no harm, no evil, no harm, no evil, no harm shall befall us. No plague, no scourge, no disaster shall come near our house in Jesus' name. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. I thank you, Lord, that your angels encamp those who fear you. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, that we can tread on serpents and scorpions, that we can tread upon lions and cobras, the young lion and the serpent we shall trample underfoot. I thank you, Lord, that coronavirus and every other virus is under our feet in Jesus' name. It's under our feet. It's under our feet. It's under our feet in Jesus' name. And then the Lord says, because you have set your love upon me, therefore I will deliver you. When you love him, you trust him. And when you love him, you obey him and you obey his word. Be careful to walk in the word, beloved. Be careful to walk circumspectly. Submit your heart to him. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me. Father, help us to love you, to obey you. Because when we set our love upon you, you will deliver us. When you set, you will set us on high away from the plagues because we've known your name. We'll call upon you and you'll answer us. You'll be with us in the trouble. You'll deliver and honor us. And with long life, you'll satisfy us and show us your salvation. And I just sense there's people on this broadcast today who don't know the Lord. And you've been afraid by the media. And I want all of you believers to stand with me and pray right now. Do not get off this broadcast. This is the most important part. Please stand with me right now. There's some out there and you don't know the Lord. You've not known his goodness. Maybe you said like I did when I was younger. Well, I'll just 
get saved when I'm older. <laughs> I'll just give my heart to God when I'm in my 40s or my 50s. I'm going to live my life now, but I'll surrender later. But you know, Jesus surrendered for you on a cross when he was just in his 30s. He was 33. He had a long life he could have lived, but he died for you because he loves you. And there's so many people that's afraid right now. And God's trying to wake the world up. He's coming back soon, beloved. I don't know when, but he's coming back soon. And it's sooner than we probably think. And we have to understand the signs of the times. And maybe you grew up in a Christian home and church hurt you. Or maybe you've never heard of the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe you serve some other God, but Jesus is the only God who's alive. And Jesus walked on the earth, fully God, fully man. He walked among us, sinless, never sinned, never sinned, and never sinned. And he preached the good news of eternal life. He didn't come into the world that anyone would be condemned. He didn't come to condemn the world, but he came to seek and save that which was lost. And if you're lost, what does that mean? If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you are lost. And you are not under the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ. He loves you. And he makes the sun shine on you, but you're not under the covenant. You're not protected. And I don't want you to say yes to Jesus just because you're afraid to get sick from a plague or a disease or a virus. I want you to say yes to Jesus because he loves you. And we only love him because he first loves us. And he came on this earth to provide salvation, which includes immunity from sickness and disease, protection, financial provision. And yes, we're going to have trials even as believers, but we have kingdom benefits. We're not citizens of this world. We're citizens of heaven and we have kingdom benefits. And God loves you and he wants you to join his family today. God loves you and he wants to protect you. He wants to keep you and your family. He wants to provide for you. He wants to give you peace. He wants to give you peace. He wants to give you peace. Jesus died on a cross to pay the price for your sins so you can live with him in peace forever. No more fear, no more turmoil. He wants to give you peace. And you can have that peace. You can pray with me right now and you can go to heaven forever. You can live with him when you pass on, when you die. Do you know where you're going? God didn't call, to live you, call you to live in fear and you don't have to fear anymore. You can have peace. You can have peace with God. I'm going to lead you into this prayer. All of you believers on here who know the Lord, stay with me. Stay with me right now. You can go to jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God. And you can take your time and read through some materials. But I want to pray with you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus. See, Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for your sin. And he died. He actually died. But then he rose again on the third day. The Bible calls him the firstborn of many sons. And now he's seated in heaven, the right hand of the Father, praying for every believer. And he wants to pray for you. He wants to receive you into his kingdom right now. So pray this prayer with me if you want to. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your goodness. I believe that you're good, and I believe that you love me. And I believe that you died for me. And I know, Father, that my sin separates me from you. And I know that you don't want to be separated from me and I don't want to be separated from you anymore. And I thank you that you sent Jesus to pay the price, a price that I could never pay. 
I thank you that you rose again so that I could rise again after I die and live with you forever and be protected in this life and live forever with you in the age to come and escape the fires of hell. Father, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I receive your forgiveness. And I come into your kingdom with rejoicing and thanksgiving. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts and share this with your friends. Also, subscribe to our newsletter at jenniferleclair.org slash praying the news. Until next time, keep praying the news. Do you fall for the great end times deception? The truth is, if you don't think you can be deceived, you already are. Satan has been deceiving people since the Garden of Eden. The Bible tells us plainly, do not be deceived. And you cannot read a single book in the New Testament that doesn't offer a warning about deception. As we go deeper into the end times, the deception is rising rapidly. There's false doctrines, false prophets, false teachers, false apostles, false pastors, false believers, false deliverance ministers, false anointings, false signs and wonders, and more. Here's the scary part. Not only can anyone be deceived, many who call themselves Christians are already deceived, and some are deceiving others. The good news is you can escape the great end times deception if you know what to expect and how to guard against it. In this course, I will expose end times deceptions and arm you with the truth that serves as a shield against what's already happening and what's soon coming. Get equipped to escape the end times deception at schoolofthespirit.tv slash deception.